0: Good morning. Today we will be looking at a timeline of events that led to tech giant Alibaba's antitrust concerns in China, examine a change of political influence in Eastern Europe, and finally talk about India's rebuttal to an European court ruling. Today is Thursday, the 31st of December. I am Arunava, and you're listening to the Leader's Brief by Ego Monk. China recently launched an antitrust investigation into the Jack Ma-owned Alibaba Group for monopolistic practices. The Chinese State Administration for Market Regulations announcement comes three months after Beijing introduced new regulatory rules for financial holding companies that brought Alibaba's Ant Group affiliate under the Chinese government scanner. This was a time Ant was planning its IPO in what could have been the world's largest public offering at $37 billion, and had received a green signal to register at the Shanghai Exchange. However, by November, China's Financial Stability and Development Committee, headed by Vice Premier Liu He, flagged risks associated with the rapid development of fintech. China recommended tighter regulations for online micro-lending companies after talks with Ant Group representatives. Eventually, the Shanghai Stock Exchange suspended Ant's IPO offering. A week later, China published draft rules aimed at preventing monopolistic behavior by internet platforms. This subsequently put e-commerce companies under more scrutiny and Beijing launched a strong campaign targeting all it believes to be monopolistic practices by internet giants. Since then, Alibaba has lost 17%, or approximately $140 billion in market value. Chinese regulators have expressed concern about the increasing influence tech giants like Alibaba and Tencent are gaining over the daily lives and choices of millions of Chinese citizens. The latest antitrust case comes after the Chinese government warned Alibaba about its choosing one from two practice by which it could get into exclusive contracts with merchants preventing them from selling on rival platforms. The Chinese Communist Party's mouthpiece, The People's Daily, wrote in an editorial that the antitrust investigations were necessary for improvement of the socialist market economy system and promoting high quality development. China's increasing scrutiny on big tech giants and its November legislation towards China's tech future is likely to see its first mark after the antitrust proceedings. Moving on to the European continent, in what can be called a setback to the Russian government, Moldova's Yon Shiku resigned as Prime Minister to ensure normalcy in the country. The pro-Russian Prime Minister's resignation comes a day before pro-EU candidate Maya Sandu who defeated Igor Dodon was to take office as Moldovian President. Sandwiched between Ukraine and Romania in Eastern Europe, Moldova was seeing increasing protests against the Dodon government. The pro-Russian's dip in popularity was evident in the previous election when he defeated Moldova's new president with a narrow margin. Since this year's presidential mandate, thousands of protesters have gathered, demanding the government to organize snap elections. After swearing in his president, the 48-year-old Sandu promised to be a uniting factor and said that her immediate focus would be to appoint a team of experts to tackle pressing issues towards the country's economic recovery. The change in Moldovan government will ease EU-Moldova relations bettering a deal on closer political and economic ties with the 27-nation bloc that was signed during Ms Sandhu's previous term in office. Pivoting back to the Asian continent, India has reportedly challenged a verdict by the Permanent Court of Arbitration at The Hague. The court had ruled against the country in a $2 billion tax claim involving Vodafone. News agency Reuters quoted anonymous sources as confirming the development but said that they failed to receive communication from the Indian government. The international court had held that the retrospective legislation was in breach of the guarantee of fair and equitable treatment guaranteed under the bilateral investment treaty. The tribunal had also asked the government to cease such breaches. The court felt that a tax demand by Indian authorities needed to be challenged as it had questioned the right of a sovereign to levy tax and not on the tax demand per se. The case goes back to a 2012 legislative amendment that decided to tax offshore deals involving Indian assets. The tribunal also directed India to reimburse 4.3 million pounds along with 3,000 euros as legal costs. The Indian Ministry had indicated that it would challenge the decision but has not communicated much on the matter since then. However, a second hearing of the case would deeply affect Vodafone Telecom's interests in India. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into to Egomonk to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomonk helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcome by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomonk.com that is E g o m o n k. C o m to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate